and welcome to the PR Not BS podcast by Fiona Scott. How are you today? If you've listened to my previous podcast, you will know that I've spoken a lot about stories and planning for stories within the media. But today I'm going to talk specifically about how to find the media, so media lists. You've got all these stories, you might have a grand plan, you might have a plan for a single story. But where do you send it? How do you actually connect with the media? Often in this world of small business that I inhabit, people think that the media are out there somewhere in the ether and cannot be connected, forgetting, of course, that the media is right next to them. You know, they're just human beings do a job like the rest of us. So remember what I often say at the beginning of my podcast, I want you to take a deep breath, breathe in, let your shoulders down and think, right, how can I get to the media? Well, do you know, it's not rocket science, folks. It's fairly simple. Start local. Start in your community. Don't try and be all things to everybody and think, oh, that story will be of interest to the nationals. In most cases, it won't, folks. So start local. Okay. Uh, Start in the community you live in. Do a list of the local newspapers and magazines that cover the area where you live. Do a list of them. Okay. And actually, if you've got time, I would suggest, particularly if they're hard copy, that you go out and buy them and look through at the type of stories that are in them and think, literally tick the stories where you think, I could do that. I could do that. I could comment on that. Yeah, I could do that. And you'll start to open your mind to the possibilities out there. So by starting local, I want you to think newspapers. Most areas will have a um, weekly or even a daily newspaper. The bigger urban area you are, if you're in a big city, you're going to have a daily newspaper. It may even have several editions if it's a really big city. So in the UK, it might be Bristol, it might be Birmingham, it might be Manchester, bigger, and London, of course, which will have multiple newspapers. But don't panic about that. Just think, right, what's the paper that gets read here? Okay, that's the first thing you do. Identify a local newspaper. Identify a local radio station that could be BBC local radio or it could be commercial radio. They do very little news, though. So be mindful around that. They're more likely to ask you to spend money. And obviously, if you've got the budget, fine. Look at it. Community radio often gets forgotten. Even this podcast is coming to you from Swindon 105.5 Community Radio in Swindon, which has a long history of serving my community. And I'm only too thrilled to record my podcast and pay to hire their studio so I get the right equipment. Please think broader, get to know your local media landscape wherever you are. So community radio is a hugely valuable asset. Think of local TV. Some areas have community TV. There's no harm in sending them news about what you're up to. Build a media list. It might be that in a year they'll only take one of your stories, but keep them on your radar. Don't be afraid to send them your stories. Just don't keep hassling them afterwards. Understand that they will make the decision if the story works for them. And this is particularly true of TV because they're going to be thinking, is this a visual story? Okay, what are we actually going to see with our eyes? Can I make a visual sequence? So, you know, be mindful of that. You might have local, what we call uber local magazines. Local magazines, they're generally A5 magazines that cover a particular area or a town or a village. They're often monthly. They might be quarterly. They might be bi-monthly. Also, there are online digital news sites. So look out for ones in your area. 
they can be run by volunteers, run as a not-for-profit or run as a profitable business. It really does vary. They're the ones that are put through your door free that you might put on your coffee table or put them in the loo. They might have ads for your local plumbers, your local trades in them. Don't diss them. Have a look through them. Really get to know where you might fit and whether that's suitable for you. I would challenge all of you, you should be able to come up with a media list of three to six media outlets in the area where you live. Okay, and when you go local, you've gone local like that, then think regional. Now, generally, there'll be less that's regional. So think county-wide. So in the UK, I live in Swindon. The county is Wiltshire. So I'd be looking for publications that cover the whole of Wiltshire. They might be business-led publications. They might not be. Or I might look for the southwest of England because that's the region of the southwest that I'm in. So, you know, is there a regional publication? It might be business led. It might be general lifestyle. Where do you fit? So learn about the regional media landscape. And I challenge you to find one, just one regional outlet where you might fit. It might be online. It might be they have a business section and a lifestyle section online, but one regional outlet. And then there might be trade. So the next media list might be trade publications specific to your sector. You know what they are. Do you ever engage with them? Do you ever send them your blogs or your insight or your news releases? The amount of businesses that subscribe to the best known trade publications in their sector, they pay for them. And yet they never actually contribute any content. It always amazes me why that happens. So if you're in construction, is it construction news or is it something else? If you're in HR, is it HR today or is it something else? I challenge you to find two, two outlets that cover your sector where you could have a voice. Now, a word of caution with that area, many publications that are sector specific will want you to pay for inclusion and you'll have to make a commercial decision whether or not that is worth doing it. And the reason for that is they will have very little opportunity to make money. So what they will do is obviously they'll go down the advertising and sponsorship route, but they may also say, yes, you can have your story covered for £30 plus VAT or £50 plus VAT. Make your decision. If that's where you want to be seen, is probably worth the investment. And sometimes it's because they're run by volunteers or people are not for profit and they need to make money from every single interaction. So just be mindful around that sector. So just to recap, we've got local, regional, trade or sector specific. We're now going to move on to what I call stakeholders or other interested parties. Now, this really gets forgotten. But when you work in partnership with other people, they may be your suppliers or someone you're aligned with. It might be a charity you raise money for or a local authority you do work for. They have a whole list. They have a media list. They have to send out newsletters, ask if you can be included as one of their strategic partners, one of their stakeholders. A good example of that in the UK is the Chamber of Commerce sort of um, network. I have a client where he's a member of a chamber of commerce in his area. And when we send a story out, we always send it to the chamber of commerce to include and share his news with other members of that chamber of commerce. You can do that too. What's the worst that can happen? You can ask. Now, if they don't do that and send a newsletter out, then have a conversation about why they didn't do that. They simply might not know what they don't know. But this is a very valuable area which people forget in building a media list. 
And finally, I'd like to talk to you about national media. This gets forgotten. I often call this the wish list. So you may think that you want to be in the national media because your story deserves it. But believe me, it's not you that's going to decide whether your story deserves it or not. It's the news editors of the national press. So what I'd say is create a wish list of one to three national or international outlets where you might like to appear. Now, that could be the Guardian newspaper. It could be Huffington Post. It could be the Eventbrite blog. It could be Thrive Global. It could be everyone's wish list is going to be different. Okay. It could be uh, Country Life magazine. So with that list, you need to get to know what they want. That's where you really have to go into what they want and what they're looking for and follow them on their social media channels. Over time, you'll start to realise when they start to ask for stuff. So a recent example for me is I love Huffington Post. And back in the day, I was one of their writers. They then changed the way they work. I was one of their bloggers, I should say. And then they changed the way they work and that went away. And that's fine. But I like Huffington Post. It gives me great visibility internationally. So I will always look for opportunities around Huffington Post. And one came up around a woman who'd had a baby in the 40s and it was pegged. So the reason, the hook, the peg was a series called Sex Education, where the sex therapist in it, played by actor Gillian Anderson, had a baby unexpectedly in her late 40s. And so the journalist, because I was following them, was looking for a woman or people who'd had children in their 40s and their experience of that. Now, I had my son when I was 41. So my experience was legitimate. I put myself forward. She emailed me back some questions. I answered the questions. And within 72 hours, I was included in a roundup. That is how it works, folks. Okay, so just choose two or three nationals. Don't be all things to everybody. Don't try and send it out everywhere. And, and, you know, nothing happens. Be really specific and follow these media outlets on their social media. You'll start to get to know them. I promise you it happens almost automatically. And then when they put a shite out and you fit, this is the key thing, and you fit, go for it. Go for it. So I really hope that helps you with proactively building a media list and regularly sharing your stuff with them. Even if that stuff is a monthly newsletter, Don't share stuff with them every day or every single week and then chase up. That is hated. That's hated by the media. PR companies do that lot, that chasing, and that is absolutely hated. So don't get into that. However, you can follow them. Here's a few tips of following these media outlets. Just a few things to help you. When you want to engage with the media, the best place to find journalists by far at the moment is Twitter. It's Twitter all day long. So look for your journalists on Twitter. You can search the um, news outlet. I don't know what it might be. It could be the Metro, Huffington Post. Search it and see what journalists come up and create yourself a little list of those journalists. Use Twitter. Journalists sit on Twitter. And of course, the gem on Twitter is hashtag journal request. Use it as a search term and plow through the stuff. Most of it will be irrelevant to you, but you're not there for that. You're there for the stuff that's relevant to you and it will come up if you look on it sufficiently often. Search hashtag journal request, click latest, not top. You don't want Twitter to decide what you want to see. You want to decide, so click latest. And you will get a broad range of media there. And I include in that bloggers and influencers. I will talk more about bloggers and influencers and a number of other podcasts, but I really hope you found that useful today. 
and that it will help you build a media list so that you can start sending out your stories intelligently to people on that list. Now, if you'd like a power hour with me or want to find out more about what I do, please feel free and visit me at www.scottmedia.uk. Thank you and join me again soon.